Welcome back to Bold of You to Say. We're Welcome back, back with to another episode. We bring the heat. You know we how it is. We bring the heat. Uh, we're back with another episode. This week we talked about uh, the woman that was pulled over for using the we carpool lane. We pulled over lane. for having a baby. Yeah, a pregnant woman was pulled over for using the HOV lane. And she Get was like, hey, I, hey, this is Texas. I thought there were two people in this car. This is the person inside of me. Yeah. Then we talked about Indiana Jones, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Good movie. Great time. Watch it if you haven't. It's on like a bunch of different stuff. You got to rent it or buy it. You probably yeah, have it on DVD or just, somewhere. You probably have it on DVD. You, you yeah. probably check your couch cushions. Just check it. You probably I'm have Indiana probably Jones there. on DVD. Yeah. You might have two copies. Yeah. Uh, there's timestamps in the description, so you can skip around if you want to skip a certain part or if you just can't wait to get to a certain part. Uh, it's all listed out down below. Use it if you want or don't. We can't force you to do anything. Leave us a review on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you're listening if you can. And let's... Let's jump into it! Let's, let's jump. I think let's jump into it. Let's jump in. I would yeah, say that so. sounds That sounds adequate. I did a dumb I did a dumb purchase today. Here, put on your camera. So, um I was at a liquor store with my mom, which is why I was late. Um, I'm, oh, I'm, okay. I am high as all heaven right now. Um, w- why? Oh, just because I was like Indiana Jones getting high. <laughs> Hell yeah. So that's what I did. Anyway, I went to the liquor store with my mom while, while being high um, and got some rich people, uh, rich people bourbon. Oh. Um, it was 50 bucks. Well, how big and is I the just, bottle? Oh, it's, I don't have the bottle with me. It's like, oh. but it's really thin. So like, it looks big, but it's not oh. actually that huge. It's okay. It's okay. It's bourbon. It's alcohol. Yeah. Ah, that's alcohol. If I've ever, <laughs> if I've ever tasted it. Say what you will. That's alcohol. Oh, say what you will, but that'll make me forget. My sister is my sister. you Yeehaw, motherfuckers. <laughs> so record, I think that you, was a joke. I, I'm a shill. Okay, yeah, thank you for clarifying. Um, I think you saw this because uh, you seemed to uh, know what I was talking about when I uh, mentioned it earlier. But a woman in Texas was pulled over for driving in the high-occupancy vehicle lane. Hell yeah. Uh, when she was pregnant. The, the thing is, by Texas law, there were two people in that car. In fact, yes. When the, when the dude finished nutting... Mm-hmm. There were three people in that room. Yeah. There were two exactly. people in this car. Yep. Um, I yeah. just love it when, when rules can be like turned around like this. It's the best. It's yeah. so good. It's delicious. Yeah. Well, I, I, I think, yeah, the thing is like all of these GOP politicians that were like going on about overturning Roe v. Wade, I don't think they thought it through to like its natural conclusion. Bourbon is disgusting. Yeah. You, you're making a, a icky face. You look like you drank hand sanitizer. Like, hang on. Let me try to do this like a rich person real quick. Yeah. Mm, let me. Oh, I got some, some bourbon here. Yeah, make sure uh, you swirl it. You got to aerate it. I need to aerate the bourbon. You hear that? This is an ASMR now. Yeah. Aerate the bourbon. 
And you gotta, you gotta, you gotta taste it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm getting, I'm getting definite taste of, of age, and ashes. Yeah, stop drinking it. And and, and rubbing alcohol, <laughs> rubbing alcohol. Yeah, stop drinking it. You're poisoning no, it, yourself. This was fifty fucking dollars. <laughs> God damn. God damn it. I'm gonna <laughs> You I'm got gonna enjoy ripped this. off. I'm gonna enjoy this whether I enjoy this or not. <laughs> 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 oh, you like that cigarette? How about a whole pack of cigarettes? How about a whole pack of oh dude? Oh How shit. about I light your house on fire? How about I make you smoke your dog's fur? Yeah. <laughs> How about I How kill about you? That? How about I How about I kill you with a gun? How about I drain you of all your blood, dry it out, scratch it onto some onto some weed paper and smoke your blood? How about I'm going to blow up the city. Mm. So anyway, yeah, they pulled over this woman and they were like, "No, no, in this situation, it, you're just one person." Um, but you better not fucking think about terminating that pregnancy because that is a person. <laughs> yeah no i i love that yeah um, just the level of cognitive dissonance there hey we won't let you make this um possibly life's like life saving um operation but we will charge you for going into the wrong lane yeah yeah i, I think all of these republican politicians that were going on about you know abortion and overturning roe v wade i think they were just like yeah we're gonna like make women suffer yeah that's it yeah they didn't think about well, it that, any further than that they were just like how can we maximize bad things and minimize good things pretty much but like it's funny because um I, i'm pretty sure it's all in the chasing of like profit and i don't think they really care i think yeah. they just got paid a lot to pretend like they care which is politic politics in general i guess yeah it's yeah it's more so appealing to their rabid fan base yeah in a, in a roundabout way, it is still about making money. Uh, rem- remember, there is always, if something bad happens, there's always someone making money off of it. And I'm going to confidently yes. say that with nothing to back it up. No, that's that's a fair statement. I'd say that's, that's yeah. right on the nose. But yeah, they're, they're like, we're going to make women suffer. And then our rabid fan base is going to be like, right on, dude. And then we're yeah, going to yeah. get more votes and more money from pro-life groups. Yeah. Um, but... Yeah, this this woman who got pulled over, she's like fully she like not I don't think this is even like ironic. Like I don't yeah. think she's trying to make a statement. She's mm-hmm. just like, yeah, like that that's another person. By Texas law. Yeah. And like I appreciate her for putting a throwing a wrench into this whole thing because not only is she getting support from like feminists and like pro-choice people but she's also getting support from pro-life people too because the pro-life people are so deranged that they're actually like yeah that's another person yeah yeah uh Um, i have an article linked from the new york times this will be linked in the description but this uh i'm gonna read a couple segments from the article kim schwartz a spokeswoman for texas right to life the largest anti-abortion organization in the state said in a statement that it supports miss uh bot bot i haven't heard it said out loud b-o-t-t-o-n-e um botten she uh, said in a statement that it supported Mrs. Botten, along with the idea that fetuses, quote, should be recognized as Texans in all areas of society. 
Uh, and then Elizabeth Sepper, a law professor at the University of Texas at Austin, said acceptance of a fetal personhood standard would create new complications in all sorts of public policy realms. Uh, it would create uncertainties around matters involving in vitro fertilization and the treatment of fertilized embryos, as well as exception to abortion bans in cases of rape and incest. Which, yeah, yeah, this is creating all kinds of chaos. Like when you take when you extrapolate like, yeah, a, a fetus is a person, so you can't abort it. That doesn't have it, it doesn't end at abortion. It, it leeches into other areas. Yeah. You know, so this reminds me of this like documentary biopic sort of thing um, about the Nazis. Um, yeah, so this, essentially is, this before, was just like the Nazis. This is just like I mean, yes. Like, here's the weird thing. The like Republican Party is running into the same difficult questions that the Nazis ran into. Like that's like I'm actually like being serious. So like when the Nazis were trying to figure out what to do with all the Jewish people in Europe, uh, they got all these Nazi generals and stuff together uh, in Germany, and they were going to make a definitive like definition on what being Jewish is. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> yeah. So fascism had- relies on like putting people into categories but like being really vague about what the categories are well yeah but in this case they like wanted to have a concrete because they're like the upper echelons of nazihood right yeah they want to make a concrete definition of what being a, a jew is and you had genealogists there who were like well technically like we all have a little bit of jewish like in us yeah like th- does it make sense that like we would be that different and then you had people who were like more ideologically driven being like, like, no, a Jew is a Jew and we should treat them all like this. And like, it, it was just really interesting because uh, we see the Republican Party kind of running into that same kind of logical fallacy here. Yeah. Of like, you have some people who are like, no, a life is a life. And you have some people like, except for on the public roads. Yeah. 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 Like conservatism of all kinds like when it comes to stuff like that like what is like like categorizing stuff like that it always runs into that same problem even like yeah like general racism has i mean among the other problems that it has what with being horrible and all it has the problem yeah. of like what is a white person what is a person what, what is a just person a difference in what is the difference in like melanin? the german no. german people who are white now used to be considered swarthy and ben franklin was like nah they're not white enough for me Mm-mm. Mm-mm. yeah now they're running I, to that issue with the with the whole abortion thing well it's it's i don't know it's it's always funny watching people trying to like alienate other people because there's like no objective difference between like people of different races like there is an objective difference between people of different races being like how they look sometimes usually but like we're all fucking people yeah we're it, all people it, it, it's all, like there's no like measurable change in how it, these it's like the difference between like a, a blonde person and someone with brown hair. It's ridiculous. That's it's like why a, it's I just, like a cosmetic difference. It's so dumb that people like to draw lines like that. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, and then the it, it just ends up like the ideology ends up eating itself. Pretty much, yeah, yeah. So like. That's why I like this story. I like that this woman is like actually throwing a wrench in all of that because no matter what, we are going to run into issues where like, you know, the the rationale behind banning abortions leads to like more like like I guess legal anomaly anomalies happening. 
I like to call where it's them like glitches. abortion is is outlawed, but like the same shit that we do for abortions is what we do for miscarriages, and mm-hmm. like it's now affecting like the the legality of in vitro fertilization. Yeah. So like, yeah, I, I appreciate this woman like right away, kind of nipping it in the bud, being like, yeah, no, say say this is a person, it's say like, that it. this is a person, and I can go in the carpool lane. It's just like you know, look me in can... the fucking eye. <laughs> Tell me whether or not it's a person in this instance, even if she doesn't mean to do that, even if she is genuinely like, yeah, I just, I believe that fetuses are lives and I think it's ridiculous. And I'm grateful that she's pointing it out, even if it's not on purpose. Yeah, for sure. Um, I can't wait until it like goes into taxation too, because then technically you have like more than one person if the person's pregnant in a dwelling. Yeah, uh, the article cited uh, Professor Ziegler, um, someone, some, I don't know, I guess a professor. Um, This guy or gal said, um, a new legal definition of personhood or fetal personhood could have sweeping implications on matters such as welfare, tax credits, childcare, and even population counts. So like, yeah, what is, how do you do the census? How do you count pregnant people? Is that two people? Are you talking to two people right now? And these are all just like legal technicalities. And that's the issue with like making so many broad decisions here. Um, Yeah. And that's, well, that's the consequence of, of using the thought process that a fetus is a person. Especially something that has built up this much precedence already. Yeah. Yeah. Shit was kind of decided. Yeah. And like, like people like made state decisions based on roe versus wade so you know uh, yeah they're 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 like trying to legislate like what came first the chicken or the egg like that's the level that they're working with right now Mm -hmm. yeah like roe versus wade i thought drew a pretty good line and it's like Mm -hmm. a compromise between you know being pro-choice and 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 anti-choice we're like first trimester like you can't outlaw that uh, second trimester, you can regulate some parts of it. Third trimester, you can ban it if you want. I, you know, that's pretty reasonable. Most abortions happen in the first trimester, but yeah, now they're trying to like go back on that when it was all settled, and we didn't have to go into like the minutia of like, well, can I go into the carpool lane at sixteen weeks? Can I go into the carpool <laughs> lane at ten weeks? Yeah. <laughs> They're just, they're trying to, they're making it more difficult than it has to be. They're creating too many te- uh, like legal technicalities that it's, it's going to be almost impossible in the next couple of years to do law like this. Yeah. Yeah. They're like rotting the legal system by like yeah, focusing imagine- so much on like whether or not a clump of cells is a person yet. Now imagine what a pity it would be if this um, new way of of legislating things uh, becomes ingrained in how we do business. Like, uh, for instance, if you have a lady who's pregnant and who's also working for you, do yeah, you is that child double? labor? I mean, do you have to pay her double because yeah. technically two people are working? Yeah, um, yeah. I was like writing down some examples of that earlier while I was typing out the show notes. Uh, if a fetus is a child, like they claim to believe, like as soon as you nut, there's a third person in the room. Uh, if that's a child, then everyone who has had sex while pregnant or has had sex with a pregnant person needs to be put on the sex offender registry. Holy shit. 
You had sex in front of a kid. Yeah. Technically, you know what? You know what? If you nut in a lady and the the sperm is on its way, it's it's on route to to the fallopian tubes or whatever, you better cover up. You better put your your clothes back on or else that's indecent exposure. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just want some laws that are like this restrictive on men, though. Yeah. Like I mean, I would someone, like laws to not be that restrictive, but I mean, if we're going to do either way, yeah, you're right. I mean, might as well ratchet up to both of the... Both in for a penny, issues. in for a pound, fuck it, exactly. let's go further. So, you know, if you're a man and you get arrested for raping a woman, you just get your dick cut off. Fuck it. Fuck it. Fuck Is it. that cruel and unusual punishment? Yeah. Fuck it. But, fuck it. Um, what else? If, okay, you get sounded by a soldering iron. If you get... Oh, you, you, wait, you get what? Uh, sounded. Do you know what sounding is? No, what is that? It's where you take narrow objects and put them up your pee hole. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I don't like that. Um, yeah, fuck it. Why not? If we're doing draconian shit like this, yeah, let's get some equality in here. Uh, we pour some uh, bottles of nair down your pee hole. Okay, let's move away from the pee hole stuff. Okay. Um, so, like... We'll have to retool how we view age. Yeah. Age is based on your birthday, which now is an irrelevant date because uh, you, weren't, you weren't really born on your birthday. You were born on the night of your conception. Oh, fuck. Because Dude, you were the third person in the room. Standard. Imagine, mm-hmm. if, like, how, imagine how many people will like, sue like, good companies doing good things because of this, these dumb idiosyncrasies. And these dumb technicalities and then like winning and then like, what if that just becomes like the standard now? Well, like the thing is, I turned 21 in about a month. Uh, I should be 21 in eight months now because I, I was a full human life mm-hmm. the moment I was conceived, apparently. Yeah. Uh, allegedly. We're going to have to I stop saying there, happy so. birthday. We're going to have to start saying happy conception day. Happy Conception Day. Yeah. yeah. You, yeah, under Texas law, by their rationale, you are now your age plus nine months. Uh, you can't put a pregnant person in jail anymore because. I want to be a Leo. You, d- <laughs> <laughs> you didn't try that human baby, that full human life. Constellations, Alex. If fetuses, I can't lose this. If fetuses have, uh, have rights. Uh, you can't jail a pregnant person. You have to give I, I have a to separate kill my boyfriend fair now, trial to that fetus. I have to kill my boyfriend and say, I'm sorry, I thought we were meant to be, but then they changed the the, the month we were born in. <laughs> and now it's all out of whack. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, you know, my mood's been kind of off lately. You know, Mercury's in retrograde. Texas made me nine months older. But yeah, you can't put a pregnant person in jail because you did not give a fair trial. You did not give due process to that full human baby that was conceived last night. Yeah, yeah. But if it's an illegal immigrant baby, it's fine. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. I'm sure that's the next thing where it's like, hey, he, she's pregnant and you're, and you're putting her in jail. Isn't that kind of inhumane? And they're going to be like, fuck you, she's illegal. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty much how they've been like talking about immigrants but yeah yeah, it i mean you can be a u.s citizen if you're born on american soil but if your birthday is irrelevant because you were a full human life before then 
uh, what, do you have to be conceived on American soil now? Yeah, I guess so. And then, like, what if you're still waiting to see if the conception actually happened? Yeah. Are you just, like, are you just, like, if it's too early to tell, like, do you just hold them? Yeah, do you, yeah. maybe they put you on, like, a probation probationary period with the court while they're like, yeah, we gotta figure out if this guy's jizz worked. Yeah. We need to see if the baby gravy was 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 activated. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, obviously, like, all of this stuff, all of these, like, these, like, chicken and egg questions mm. are just utter nonsense. But this Ridiculous. is, like, what you have to do now that they've made this, like, the game now. Like, yeah. this is... This is what they made it into. Mm-hmm. I just hope that more stuff, more absurd stuff like this happens that kind of puts into light how ridiculous this all really is well, to say it, that a, a person is a person at conception. Well, you know what? If Texas wants to spend all of its money and use all of its time trying to reclassify everyone and fuck it, it's their money. It's Texas money. I'm in Michigan. You guys have fun with that. I just feel bad for the people there. We need to bring back tarring and feathering. We need to put these politicians in their place. Hmm. Can we tar and feather an Ted Cruz? I don't even know if he had anything to do with this, but can we just tar and feather him? Unusual punishment. Hmm? I think that falls under cruel and unusual punishment. Well, it, it might be a little uh, cruel, but I would like to make it not unusual. Cruel and, us- and usual I would like punishment. to make it cruel and usual. You're going to throw like a can of beans at him? Fuck like em. what? Fuck him. <laughs> fuck um fuck. yeah just yeah the right wants you to suffer and i feel like democrats have really f- like fumbled the response because they're not doing so much to like point out the absurdity i'm glad that this is happening to point out the absurdity because it needs to happen but mm-hmm. like the gop is literally attempting to ban blowjobs and condoms like they're saying like next we're going to go after your right to contraception and like the right to sodomy. So why are why are Democrats not using that? I've ne- I have not seen anyone say they're trying to ban blowjobs, but that's what they're doing. What the fuck? <laughs> I just I don't I I don't know, man. So this shit was decided. <sighs> it was decided that you have the right to privacy, which means you have the right to get contraception, whether or not you're married. There's nothing inherently illegal about condoms. Well, it, it used to be that like states could make laws against like non-married people getting contraception. Which is stupid. It's because stupid. Because it's non-married people doing the most action. And yeah, and it's not like, it's, it's not something you can really enforce without like what, stationing troops outside of your bedroom? I mean... Oh my god, I feel bad for the teenagers that are gonna be thrown into like state prison. <laughs> I know because they had like a fucking condom. So like it was decided a long time ago that you have a right to privacy, which means you have the right to contraception. You have the right to <laughs> fuck whoever you want as long as they're a consenting adult. You have the right to fuck in whatever hole you want. Uh, but now Republicans are like, no, yeah, let's go after that next. Let's govern people's sex lives. let's ban blowjobs and i have not seen anyone call them out for that specifically because i really feel like if you're trying to fundraise and if you're trying to that alex Hmm? what do you say to that like we want to ban blowjobs it's like well they're not uh explicitly uh they're they're like maybe we should go after this court case or whatever but what they're really saying is i want to ban blowjobs and i just i feel like it's the easiest thing in the world to campaign against that 
like imagine you're in an election and you're trying to like garner sympathy, get votes and and all that. How much easier could it be than to say my opponent is trying to make it illegal to get a blowjob? Hey guys, I don't know about you, but I'm pro blowjob. Uh, yeah, I like I, getting that. <laughs> I like get, get, getting listen, that suck. My First Amendment makes it legal for me to use my Second Amendment to impress a lady with my Third Amendment, which is what I call my penis. <laughs> which is what I call the right to not have to quarter troops. <laughs> <laughs> which gives me the Fourth Amendment right to fuck my wife. <laughs> But like, yeah, just I, I wish just, I, I wish Democrats would do that. I wish they would campaign on they're trying to ban blowjobs. I feel like and then like Fox News would do like a bait and switch and be like, see how gullible these Democrats are. See, I don't even know if you could spin that. I don't know if the the greatest propagandist in the world could spin trying to ban blowjobs into like a positive thing. Trump. I think Trump could spin that. Yeah. <sighs> I don't know. They said I was going to ban blowjobs. Can you believe them? Can you believe them? They don't know me. They don't know me. <laughs> I think you know Trump me. might switch sides if it came to that. I think he might actually join. The, he, he would probably spearhead the, the Democratic the, Party with the, his they're trying like, to ban blowjobs campaign. Because like, that seems like something he would jump on. Listen, I know we've been on the wrong sides of history here, specifically you. I wouldn't but, be surprised if we saw like a speech or uh, like a Trump rally. He's like, the Democrats, the demon rats, they're trying to ban blowjobs. And then he like gets a little call like on his earpiece and he's like, hold on there. It's wait, it's, it's us. It's the Republican. It's us. It's us. It's us. <laughs> Attention, everyone. I am now a radical leftist. <laughs> Dude, fuck it. You know, if wanting a blowjob makes you a radical leftist. That's what they're turning the conversation left. into. I'm a radical leftist. Because they're turning, they're, this, this is what happens when you shift the Overton window so far to the right. Things like getting a blowjob becomes a leftist political statement. It's ridiculous. It's, it's ridiculous. So it's so dumb. <laughs> and when I am president, blowjobs will be legal for each and every American, except for the kids, because that. We gotta, we gotta draw the line somewhere. But when I am president... Wait, can you do that for me too, real quick? Yeah, yeah. Alright. When I'm president, blowjobs will be illegal. Except for the jobs that you can do, get selling blow. That's fine. <laughs> Obama shipped your jobs overseas. But let me tell you, I'm going to bring jobs back to this country, starting with those of the blow variety. <laughs> That's so stupid. <laughs> Imagine if like being a president running on the thing of like, hey, like if you have a if you have a a, a person you want to give it to, like give it to them as long as it's consensual. This is literally the Republican Party platform now. I'm going to blow up the city. <laughs> Hold yeah. on, hold on. Yeah. This is this is the next uh, Republican campaign ad. I'm gonna blow up the city. <laughs> <laughs> you, I'm I'm never gonna see the end of this of this sound thing that you got. <laughs> Soundboard. <laughs> it's great. I it was it's worth amazing. the money for sure.
Um, but yeah, just let's see here. I don't even know how to conclude that. I don't even know. They just they hate you. The right hates you, and they well, want the you to left suffer. Also, kind of hates you. Well, do you mean the left, like the left, or the left, like the Democratic Party? Like the Democratic Party. They're not the left. They're like less right. I see them as being the left, but with compromises. Mm, no, that's no the the compromises. So like the Democratic Party is like if you started left, then compromised with Nazis, and then went from that halfway point and then tried to compromise. That's that's where they are on the political spectrum. Hmm. The furthest left position that a Democratic politician will consider is like maybe we don't let people die because they can't access medical care. Like that is the furthest left well, position an elected official like can be imagined to have. I don't know. I just I don't feel like either side um on on different given issues don't really have uh, people's like best interest in mind. Yeah. I wish it were that way, but I like also like Nancy Pelosi totally um like bet stocks when she's in fucking congress yeah nancy pelosi profits from suffering that's the name yeah yeah i just cannot get over how roe got overturned and not 15 minutes later she sent out a fundraising email saying hey this bad shit just happened give me money yeah it wasn't even like hey we gotta fundraise to get whatever number of senate seats and then we'll like do something at all it was just hey this bad thing happened give me money about it Mm -hmm. um i see especially with like roe being overturned i i I can kind of see uh the republican party's favorability with females going down the fucking drain yeah yeah it's it is an interesting time politically speaking because for the longest time politicians could do just the most heinous shit but normies would just be like, eh, whatever. He's a senator. Vote blue and we'll solve everything. We already yeah. we got the civil rights movement. What more could we have to solve? But now even like normie, like celebrity Democrats are like, bro, do something. Yeah. Anything. Like, just say this no good and I'll be happy. There's like some like committee of celebrity Democrats that like meets with party leadership and they're like, Hey, what can we do to help everyday Americans celebrities in your ivory towers? And even those celebrities are like, you guys got to do something Mm -hmm. like our rights are being stripped. Yeah. I think the thing is abortion affects everyone except for like, the super high up people that'll just like, Oh yeah. Get them anyway. Super high up people will get like, cause they, here's the issue. For the poor people, they said you can't drive across state lines in some states to get an abortion. Which violates the Constitution. They said nothing about flying. Yeah. Well, like, the Constitution protects free travel amongst the states, Mm -hmm. but they're still trying to, like, restrict that. But Imagine how, imagine some states, like, if you get pregnant in our state, you're on lockdown in our state. Yeah. So, like, I don't know, the U.S. government has been, like, criminalizing homelessness, just generally brutalizing the poor, making them suffer but like celebrities can just kind of ignore that and be like everything's great we got a blue tie in office but now that it's something that like affects someone on a human level like the access like having the right to access an abortion 
like I feel like now they're like, oh, this can affect me. Like this is serious now. Yeah, I mean, so I'm I, I'm interested to see what comes out of all of this because you could either get a lot better or terribly worse. Yeah, um, you know, and that's where it really comes like to us as individuals to vote. Um, I the things that scare me more are the are like the news uh, notifications where it's like, oh, this state has made it legal now to like flip a vote or something if people don't like it, right? Yeah, now it's like, yeah, if we don't like election results, we can just overturn them now. Like that scares me more than Roe does because, yeah, like if that gets changed, if our elections get irrevocably changed, um, there's no way to fix Roe. We're done. Yeah, done. either we're going to slip further into like full-on fascism or like some kind of you know, left-wing mobilization is going to happen. I either like you know, a bunch of leftists running for office or you know, whatever. Like if, if it continues going like the way that it's going like with the current status quo, like I think the default is descent into fascism. Because, like, obviously, like, go out, vote for damage control. Like, a blue tie that does nothing is better than, like, electing Ron DeSantis to, like, genocide trans people. Mm-hmm. But, like, it's also on the Democratic Party to give people something to vote for. Because no matter how much you say go out and vote, there's still going to be a large number of people that are like, dude, I work full time. And if yeah. you tell me to go out and vote for nothing, I'm not going to feel the motivation. Like, you're not yeah. going to convince those people that need something to vote for. And it would be so easy as a Democrat to say, these people are trying to ban blowjobs. I'm trying to get you health care. But they're not yeah. willing to do that. It's complicated. Yeah. That's why I want to study political science in college. Yeah. Anyway, we watched a movie this week. We did. We did. I watched a movie this week. I don't know if you watched it this week. I did. Actually, I did. Good. Yeah. yeah, so we watched Indiana Jones Raiders of the Lost Ark. How did you like it? Actually, it, it really made me nostalgic. Um, yeah. Because, like, when we would go camping and stuff, um, we would always have, like, this CD player or this uh, uh, DVD player, and we would have uh, a DVD of Indiana Jones, and we would watch that. Um, nice. And it's weird just, like, like, watching through the movie again and then, like, inadvertently remembering what the next line is. Oh, yeah. And, like, having that piece of childhood brain kind of connect with adult brain that's fun you're like yo what's up long time no see yeah yeah i just i love this movie so much because like even for the time it was like sort of retro and nostalgic because it was trying to emulate this like b movie kind of uh aesthetic Mm -hmm. and feel you know i was trying to like emulate like stories from like the 40s and um Yeah, I just really like that type of story where it's like just like an adventure following this like charismatic protagonist and he's trying to like find some whatever and get the girl or whatever. Yeah. It's fun. I like that one scene in particular where um, uh, the big guy, the big uh, Egyptian guy, he's Oh, Sala? Yeah, him. He's like, what are we going to do next, Indy? And he goes, I don't know. I'm just making this stuff up as I I go along. I love that. I love that so much. It's great. And I'm like, amen. This movie is so fun. What are we going to do next, Indy? I don't fucking know. I didn't think I would get here. <laughs> yeah, he's think... like, what? You thought I You thought I planned for this? I thought this was going to be a vacation, man. I came out I here with my I was gonna, friend. I thought I was going to dig for some shit and then go home. I on your deck. 
You gave me some olives and they were delicious. And then these Nazis showed up. Yeah, there's a Nazi monkey. Turns out our pet monkey that we found is a Nazi. How do you make a monkey fascist? This monkey believes that Jews are bad. I don't know how they did that, but like. Okay, let me get this right. So Coco can understand (laughs) socioeconomic and political not ideologies. O- not only did they teach but this can't monkey count to fucking two. Not only did they teach this monkey how to communicate, but they also taught it racism. <laughs> <laughs> First, yeah. you have to learn to communicate, and then you have to invent racism. <laughs> <laughs> I just imagine like a toad coming out of the water and evolving into a human and. And like at first, it's just like, wow, I can think. We just I gave, hate the Jews. Oh my god, we just gave this monkey a tablet, loaded up a Jordan Peterson video, and just let the alt right pipeline take care of itself. Oh my god. <laughs> no, I love this movie so much. I I love like even from the start, it like tells you what kind of movie it is. Yeah. With like all of these like convoluted booby traps, which oh, I love. Yeah. It's that never this, get dull. They never fall apart. They're yeah, always they, like. This is supposed to be like years old. Yeah, this is supposed to be like a a thousands year old temple, like a church, basically, for all intents and purposes. Mm -hmm. But they also rigged up some like darts that will shoot at you if you like put your hand in the sunlight. How did they get? How did they do that? Yeah. And this movie tells it shows you that. And it's like, fuck you if you question it. Like if you if you see this and you're like. Yeah, how, how wait how did they how did they rig up these pressure plates and everything like it shows you that right away so they can be like yeah if you if you're if that's how you view movies get out of the theater i just i would love to be like i'd like to see the guy who's going with indy into the like into the cave i'd like to see him just like strut through the thing like nothing yeah and grabs the thing and he's like i just need to know generally where it was see a sucker <laughs> and walks away and he's like how is it not killing you and he's like, you know what they lubricated these gears with? Monkey shit, man. Yeah. <laughs> Indiana Jones, but none, all of the traps broke down because it's been thousands of years. And he's it's like, like it- <laughs> have you tried to drive a car after it sat for a month? Yeah. Yeah. Like a month in like normal, not normal temperatures, I guess, but like in a fucking tropical jungle. I had a car about a year ago, a year and a half ago that... Uh, I didn't drive it for a week in the middle of winter and I never drove that car again because like (laughs) (laughs) you make it sound so ominous just like the bat like the battery just like died from sitting out and I couldn't recharge it and I was like this this car is shit like there were other problems with it too but like even that killed it yeah so like these traps lasted for thousands of years and they're still going. They can sense no. daylight. How do they smelt such high quality gold? Yeah, that too. You know, okay, like beyond that, do you know, okay, the levels of complexity here are and, so astonishingly. And like, you will have a better time if you don't question any of it. Yes, with Indiana Jones for sure. Hell yeah. But like, you know how fucking hot you need to get a furnace to melt pure gold? Uh, hot, I would imagine. I don't know the number, but it's hot. <laughs> it's really fucking hot. Isn't gold like one of the easier elements to 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 melt? Actually, I think I might be wrong, and you might be right because it's very soft. It's a very soft metal. Either way, but they molded it pretty well. Yeah, like 
and got like pure, I think that might actually like, be a god in 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 idol form. It's not gold with like nineteen percent tin. That's fucking gold. Yeah, you know. So I. Uh, yeah, that's easier. about a one point five million dollars in gold. Yeah, for sure. It's easier to make a like a doomsday fucking cavern. It's it's easier to do that than it is to make that gold ingot. Oh yeah, yeah. They were like, yeah, whatever. We did all this the booby traps in an afternoon. What are we gonna put in the center of this? Oh, we didn't fucking think about that. <laughs> what if we just take a lot of butter? This idol single-handedly bankrupted our economy and caused our civilization to collapse. Worth it! (laughs) I like it, like, how in South America... And when I am president, I will shut down small golden statue production, and I will will restart our economy. (laughs) So, I just find it funny, because I think they're in South America, and, like, during the time before the white man came, like gold was basically worthless. Yeah. Like they made it into like jewelry and stuff, it's like but they did cute didn't... and all. This is like cute, but what does it do? Yeah. And then like the white man came and we were like, Hey, we'll take all that from you. Actually mine only that. And I'm sticking a gun to your head. Yeah. And I will cut off your hands if you don't do it. Yeah. And I will rape your children. If you, even if you do do it. Yeah. Just, just cause just cause just cause, you know, but remember, life begins at conception. Yeah. <laughs> life begins at conception and ends in my mind. <laughs> yeah. Life begins at conception and ends at birth. After that, fuck you. No, no welfare. After that, I don't care if the weight of your baby body is being used to power my generator. Get to work, bitch. Yeah, come on. After you're born, they say, Shut the hell up, bitch. <laughs> Go kill yourself. Go sit in the middle of the road and let a car run over you. And they say, You're ugly. You're disgusting. I'm going to kill you. Give me $200. Indiana Jones, though, he's a great protagonist. Um, oh, for sure. Yeah. Like, you know, he, he gets developed and everything. But like from the start, he's like a man's man. He is like the like guy fantasy. You know, I'm not going to lie. Um, when I was a kid, I was like, yeah, that's my dad. <laughs> like, I'm not even kidding. I'm like, not laughing dad, because of what you said. I'm laughing because I did the same exact thing. That's my, yeah. Like, that's yeah. my dad. Like, uh, uh, so here's the, the thing. My he's dad like, looks, he's, he's like the guy fantasy so much so that he moves beyond like wanting to be him. He, and he moves into the territory of like, I want this man looking after me. Pretty much, yeah. I love how when you look at Indiana Jones, your mind shifts from this is not a man who who wants sex and and good food and merry times. This is a man who takes that as a step down from his daily routine. Yeah, and and, it, and it's more of like an attainable thing too because he's not like in Marvel shape. Mm-hmm. He's he's like a guy that just became awesome. This is a dude who who smokes a pack a day because he thinks it's healthy while also downing a steak and potatoes for dinner every night he yeah he's like the classic man yeah um i can see how out of breath he is because he's been smoking yeah yeah i just i i like that he's not like super buff and like in marvel shape because he's like a teacher he has like a dad he's like bod. also a teacher which i think yeah. is hilarious it's um, great yeah i just i'm 
they're making a fifth Indiana Jones movie. It's coming out next year. And I'm they brought back Harrison Ford for it. And I'm really glad that they didn't like try to reboot it with like a no. new guy. There were rumors gonna it was going to be Chris Pratt. This is going to be terrible. So I, I think it's going to be good because Harrison Ford, as much as he hates Star Wars and hates Han Solo, he loves Indiana Jones. Well, that's good. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, he he literally scene. said, this character will die with me. <laughs> I just, but I just, I feel like if they did like try Indiana to do Jones, Indiana Jones today, they would like give him the Kumail Nanjiani treatment. He'd be like shredded in such Indiana an unrealistic Jones. way that you'd be like, I'm just looking at a guy pretending to be this guy. Yeah. But like, I, I wouldn't mind like an Indiana Jones prequel. Which they did. They did a whole series of like, they did four direct to DVD movies or direct to VHS movies. And they did like a TV series called Young Indiana Jones. I actually have a couple of the tapes. There's one where he like solves a mystery or whatever. I don't care about that part. I kind of stop watching when it Doesn't gets to that. Doesn't his dad get like pissed at him either way? Yeah, his dad. His dad I, like I don't know how much his dad shows up in the in the Young Indiana Jones stuff. Um, well, what was Indiana Jones's actual name? Because I remember his dad being like, "We named the we, dog. We named Indiana. the dog Indiana. Um, his now, name was Henry." Now where's your mother? I need to slap her. <laughs> Just gotta give her a little slap. Got a little um, slap. No, they they made like a bunch of young Indiana Jones stories, and um, I have two of the tapes. One of them I really like because he's he's like solving a mystery or whatever. I don't care about that part, but like a big part of the plot is just Indiana Jones learning how to play the blues. Hang on, I'm looking up what Indiana Jones's real name is. Henry. Oh, Henry. Yeah, Henry Jones Jr. Jr. <laughs> I wish they would have um gotten Patrick Stewart to be the dad. No, I thought Sean Connery was great. Also, Patrick Stewart was like 20 when these came out. He can still rock the old dad he was. Vibe. He's younger than Harrison Ford, probably. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you. Some movies are better, are better uh, when you take your uh, suspicion eye off. I feel like that would just be pushing it too much. Um, let's see. Patrick Stewart is 82. Let's see. Gotcha. He had a child when he was two, motherfucker. <laughs> Yeah, Harrison Henry Ford, Ford is, is 80. 80. Yeah. I, rem- I remember when I had you at the ripe age of two. <laughs> but yeah, I, I just love the character of Indiana Jones because not only is he this like action hero, he's like the kind of guy that always knows slightly more than you think he does. Like he but knows like, he knows how to do slightly fly, more shit than you think he does. Yeah. Um I don't I like how uh I like how he looks like my dad. That's pretty cool. Like he looks like your dad in particular, or like he looks like the general idea of like no, one's he dad. looks like he looks like like my dad when he was in his twenties. Mm. So like I didn't know your dad was when hot. I, Tell him I said. I that. guess so. My mom said so. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I guess he had really really nice. Hey, um, hey, Gavin's dad. Abs. Hey, Gavin's dad. Guess what? Guess what? Your son said you were hot. <laughs> uh, uh. but no i love that indiana jones is like this like action hero that also like father icon for some reason yeah just action this action hero slash perfect father figure slash like guy who fucks hard but he's also Does he though yeah he fucks he, i, he I fucks. don't know i imagine indiana jones being like a little boy in in his heart <laughs> yeah and so he's just like they're like hey indy are you ready and he's just like 
Hold on, I need to play no, Roblox first. If you if you've seen these movies, you know he fucks. He gets around. I know he does objectively. They objectively they, Indiana Jones fucks. He fucks, but he like fucks. I feel like if he was like an actual person, he he would be a bit more like reserved. Yeah, well, that I was gonna I was gonna get to that. Like his, you know what AIDS is, Indy. <laughs> AIDS wasn't around yet. He's got like fifty. Not years that we know of. He's so. in Nepal. I don't know what where these dudes have been. Yeah, um, but like all of this action hero stuff is balanced out by the fact that he's like a big fucking nerd. Yeah, he has like stupid bullshit yeah. to balance out how awesome he is. Like yeah. he's afraid of snakes in particular. Which, okay, like valid fear, but also you've stood toe to toe with Hitler. like you are in the process of fighting the nazis but like a single snake is enough to send you into cardiac arrest you've watched a man be eaten by propellers yeah and a snake is what gets you yeah in this movie indiana jones watches the ark of the covenant get like awakened and the horrors within released and he also encounters like a single pet snake Guess which one he's more afraid of? The snake. The snake. And that's all not at all was... that's not at all the negative. That's just I I love that for this movie. I think there like there is a very broad amount of things that Indiana Jones is willing to fuck with. Yeah. But when there's just like that one thing that he's just like out of here if he sees. Yeah. You know that that's pretty realistic. I I think but I feel like he's sternly like, I can do literally anything, but if I see one fucking snake, I'm out. Yeah. Yeah. That really, that helps make him feel like a real person. Just the fact that he like has a phobia and he doesn't have to yeah. overcome it ever. It's never like a plot point. It's just like, eh, this guy happens to be afraid of snakes. I just love it. I was just like, yeah, I'll find the Ark of the Covenant of the Covenant. But if I see one fucking snake, I'm leaving. And it's like a crippling fear too. Like in in the fourth <laughs> like movie. Like the last time he saw a snake, he like went into a coma. In the like, fourth movie, he's literally sinking into quicksand and they're like trying to get him out. And like the and uh Shia LaBeouf's character is like, hey, grab this and I'll pull you out. And it turns out to be a snake. And he's like, Well, first of all, why would you grab a snake? You're in the snake. jungle, grab a vine. But yeah. he grabs this snake and Indiana Jones has the choice of either sinking or grabbing this snake. And he's like, fuck this. I'm not grabbing before you that say snake. Anything else, before you say anything else, my anaconda don't want some until you got Jones, hon. <laughs> so he's like, okay, okay, okay I'll, I'll grab it. But you got you to gotta call it a rope. Don't call it a snake. Let me pretend it's a rope. <laughs> and they're like, okay, fine. Grab oh, yeah, the, sure. the rope, Indy. Rope. Come on. Yeah. Yeah, I just, I love that. I love that about this character. I like the scene where he thinks that his girly friend is dead and he's sitting at the table with the Nazi. And he's just like, we have Are you talking about the monkey or uh, Belloc? Belloc. Ah. The Nazi guy. I'd say the monkey is more of a Nazi than he is. No, Belloc is definitely a Nazi. No, he he says in the movie, he's like, these fucking nerds, I I don't care about their whatever. I just want, I'm just in it for the sport. (laughs) <laughs> yeah that's why um, i say the monkey is really he the monkey is more into it than he is anyway i like the scene <laughs> where belloc is just like we have a direct line to god and he's just like and india is just like if you want to talk to god i can get you there right now yeah <laughs> that was a great line i'm like oh fuck yeah and all those kids coming to save him 
No, well, while we're in that area, um, you know what part I really liked? What? When he's like running through Cairo trying to find Marion. Yeah. And like there's goons coming out from all over, which like don't fucking question it. Okay. There's goons all over and they're trying to stop him. And then Mm -hmm. a guy with like a big ass sword like appears and the crowd disperses and he's like waving this sword around. He's like doing tricks. Like you can tell he's like about to do like a backflip or something. Um, and Indiana Jones just like shoots him. I'm not, I'm not fucking with this. Yeah. (laughs) I, I love that. Not just for how it like fits into the movie, but also like the story behind it. He was, he had a stomach flu. Yeah. There was like some, yeah like sickness going around on set and Harrison Ford was like, uh, can I just shoot him? I feel like that's <laughs> what the guy would do. And like, also I don't, I don't want, they had like a whole, really they had a whole fight scene choreographed and Harrison yeah. was like, can I just shoot him? Just shoot him. He has a whip, only a whip. <laughs> don't bring a whip to a gunfight. Hey, he carries a gun. <laughs> you know, it's that guy shouldn't carry a sword to a gunfight, a gun slash whip fight. What? <laughs> I just heard you say, "Don't bring a sword to a gun fl- a gunfight, a gun slash whip fight." Yeah. What the fuck does any the, of that mean? The sword guy had it. He made it. He was like, "Yeah, we're gonna have a sword <laughs> fight." And then Indiana Jones was like, "No, fuck you. I'm gonna. <laughs> we're having a a gun slash whip fight." I just. I'd like to see. <laughs> I'd like to see him like strap the gun to the end of his <laughs> uh, to the end of his whip, and he's just like. That'd be really funny. That's great. Um, like kills like three people, none of which are the person he's aiming for. Yeah. <laughs> Breaking news coming out of Cairo. <laughs> Automatic weapons have just been invented. <laughs> Turns out all you need is a fucking revolver and a whip. Yeah. Who said we needed nerds? Yeah. Anyway, um, I love the villains in this movie. I think there's something charming about using Nazis as your bad guys. Because it's like... Yeah, they're fucking dicks. It's such a great shorthand to be like, yeah, these guys are evil. Fuck them. We, well, we all agree. We, we all agree Nazis are bad. Like, we all totally still agree. And we all are on the same page that Nazis are bad. Right. Yes. Um. Correct. So you can just, you can get away with like doing some heinous shit to them. Oh yeah, for sure. If you were like torturing a dude and he's like, I have kids, help me. (laughs) Ah!" And you're like, he was a Nazi. He's a Nazi. Yeah. I just, he's a Nazi. I I think you don't always have to make your villain sympathetic. Sometimes it's great to just hate a guy and then watch his face explode. You know, that's pretty cool. Especially when the dude doesn't look like he's gone through puberty. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, that that like, main Nazi guy. Like, that that main Nazi guy was he was he was real slimy looking. I was like, where? How? Wh- what do you do? What do you do? I want a job description here. <laughs> Did, is it, okay. I have. This he always sounds nervous too. I have a theory. <laughs> I have a theory. Belloc and that German dude with the hat. Yeah, are brothers, but the. Belloc was sent officially by the Fuhrer, and the mom said, you have to bring your brother with you. <laughs> yeah. That's my theory. You know what? I, I believe that. That's my new headcanon. You know, I like to think he went to his brother, and his brother was just, Belloc was just like, 
did you get the chalice? And he's like, no, my brother, but I got it burnt onto my hand. Yeah. <laughs> Does that work? He's like, why didn't you I just take your picture. handkerchief? I just, I would just love to see that. Like, why didn't you just take your handkerchief and pick it up? Yeah. I was in a lot of pain, brother. <laughs> I just didn't see the scene. Yeah, that, that medallion is like on fire. And this guy is like, oh, I'm just going to just grabs like, it. Bro, go out. That hurts while they're fighting. I'm going to get my handkerchief that everyone had in the 30s and 40s. Yeah. And I'm going to pick up the medallion. And then even if it's too hot, I'll toss out into the snow. It'll it'll cool off. It'll be good. Yeah. Yeah, like, <laughs> I just imagine this guy, like, at home cooking. He's, like, making something in the oven. And he's like, yeah. oh, it's my, my pizza rolls are done. Ah! Ah! Throws him out the window. <laughs> That'd be great. I'd like to see that one. Yeah. Um, I just, I, I, I just, I love how. He's, it doesn't look like he's gone through puberty and that he would faint when he sees a vagina. I know. Yeah. <laughs> like that they, dude, that I dude is like simultaneously do... like a scary villain, but also I feel like I could punt him. I feel like he'd be really into D and D. Yeah. <laughs> he's just such a sweaty nerd. I love it. Oh yeah, for sure. No, um, I, I love, I love the villains in this. I love how we, we can just watch a guy get demolished by a, an airplane propeller and like we don't have to feel bad. We don't have to be like, oh, the folly of man or whatever. We can just be like, eh, that guy probably hated Jews. That pilot was really into the Nazi thing. Yeah, he he believed. Like he didn't he didn't just work here. Like he wasn't drafted. Like he, no, he, he enlisted. Vo- he enlisted. It was his idea to come here. Uh, yeah. Um. He had a uh, what is it? A toothbrush or a curly mustache? Yeah, he's a he's he's kind of a a weeb for Hitler. He's a little Hitler weeb. Yeah. Yeah. I thought Belloc was great. I feel like he's great. Hitler's lover. Hmm? I feel like that big guy was Hitler's lover. Yeah. Yeah. He definitely gave him a happy ending. No, no, no. He definitely gave him a fondue. Oh, wait, oh yeah. It's the, it's the, it's the 40s. Fondue. It's the 30s slash 40s. Fondue. Fondue. Anyway, I think Belloc like is great. There are three levels of memeage there that <laughs> someone would have to get through to understand what we're talking about there. Yeah. <laughs> the, I just, yeah, the guy steps out. He's like, Indiana Jones. Oh, I don't want to fight this guy. I was just in the middle of fondue. And then the guy next to him is like, what is, what is, what is why did you, why did you lean away about? from the microphone and point to your yeah. crotch and yell fondue? So there's this podcast that comes out in about 80 <laughs> years. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I really love Belloc. I think he's a great foil for Indiana oh, for Jones. Because sure. yeah. he's he's like the same kind of guy. You know what I mean? They're yeah, both these like, like refined gentleman archaeologists that like dig up fossils or whatever. But Belloc likes it in the ass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the difference is one's a top, one's a bottom. One's a bottom. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're like palette swaps of each other. Um, but I, I love their, like, their back and forth, like their banter. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, I really do. Oh, where will I find an adversary for someone such as myself? Try the local try sewer. The gutters. The gutters. <laughs> Got him. I just, I want like an odd couple series where like, it's just Belloc and Indy like being roommates. Yeah. Oh yeah, totally. Like they're in college or something in like Germany. Young Indiana Jones and young Belloc. Yeah, and Belloc is just like, 
Have you heard of the National Socialist Party of Germany? <laughs> That'd be great. Young Indiana Jones meets young Belloc. They were roommates yeah. in college. That's that's my headcanon. Their um, whole rivalry, rivalry started when um, they were doing the whole uh, the Easter thing, looking for, looking for eggs. And Belloc found the egg that Indiana Jones was looking for. Yeah. <laughs> and it all it just escalated from there. But Belloc always carries the egg in his in his suit pocket because of the resemblance that it of of whatever it resembles to him. Balls? No, Indiana Jones is uh, tip of the penis. Oh yeah, tip of the is penis. That, is that a is that a an Easter egg in penis. your pocket, or are you happy to see me? <laughs> and like, I just imagine them being very close together and be, and being like, you know what this is, Indy? He's like the egg. <laughs> it belongs <laughs> in a museum. <laughs> Really, it belongs in a uh, British just... museum. <laughs> this artifact from this other country belongs w- with me in my museum, not in their museum. Yeah. Not in their museum, no. Anyway, yeah. I love the supporting cast. I, I think they're all very charming. Um, they definitely love him more than he loves them. Yeah. Indiana Jones is the kind of guy, I, I, believe, I, I believe he's the kind of guy that has a family in every state. He's the kind of guy I like. I mean, yeah, but he doesn't like know. It's like not on paper. He just like it. Just that's the objective truth of the, of the fact. Yeah, and he has like like nineteen children. He just gets around so much. Just like he never pulls out. Yeah, he doesn't like the way the condoms feel. Yeah, contraception isn't a thing yet for females. Yeah, um, <laughs> and he just goes from place to place, and so he's like, he's like, I don't know. I have between. Uh, five and eighteen children fathered over the span of thirty years. <laughs> he has uh, he's he's made love to like a hundred and fifty women throughout his career, and like and amongst dolphin. and amongst all of them, not one orgasm. He yeah, he never. It was all for her. Yeah, no, no, I'm I'm talking about them. Like, oh, he does not. He does not make sure they. He doesn't let them come because he's like, eh, the female <laughs> orgasm doesn't exist. I've never, I've never seen one. <laughs> I've seen the Ark of the Covenant. I have never once seen a woman orgasm. <laughs> yeah, I, I love the, I love the supporting cast. I think they're all very charming. Uh, I like when he like makes his way to the Nazi submarine, and like, yeah, the everyone on the ship is like applauding him. Yeah, yeah, because they're like this motherfucker. That's a fun moment. Yeah, that's a and that's a triumphant moment. I just sell like them it. back to the Nazis. Then they sell them back to the Nazis. Don't they end up sinking the, the ship? No. No, the Nazis like board the ship and they're like, where is Jones? And Katanga's like, I killed him. And I'm taking this woman for nefarious reasons and not because yeah. I'm trying to protect her. Mm-hmm. And then the Nazis are like, oh, whatever. We're going to take this shit and go. You fucking freak sicko. God damn it. Yeah. I just, I'm going to yeah. say best movie ever. I'm going to say between best and uh, um, Five Nights at Freddy's. I'm going to say it's definitely... Like Emoji Movie-ish. It's definitely one of the best movies so far. Oh, out of all the movies, it is. Out, Yeah, out of all of the movies that will ever have been released, I'd say yeah. Yeah. I like how our job in this is to like describe the movie and tell people what we thought, and this is what they get at the end. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Hey, you know what? If you that. if you listen to like a half hour of us talk about a movie 
And then you can't make an educated guess by the end what we thought of it. What Maybe that's on you. Sarcasm is hard to pick out. Hmm? Maybe they don't know for being sarcastic or not. <laughs> like we're pretty sarcastic here on the show. Like, what if they are just like unsure when the joke ends? Yeah. And then they at the end they're like, well, what did what's the actual unbiased truth? And we're like, it definitely is a movie. I would say yeah. I would say possibly. <laughs> is it? Yeah. I would. Yeah. Yeah. Noah, yeah. if you can't guess what I think of this movie after having listened to about a half hour of us talk about it and sprinkling in how much we love it throughout, we hated it. It's, it's awful. Disgusting. It's a terrible movie. And that's, you know, what you, that's what you should take away from this. Frankly, I'm offended. Yeah. I'm going to say worst movie ever. It's worse than The Godfather. Yeah. I mean, it's so sexist and racist. Mm-hmm. It, yeah. I think the villains were very problematic. Yeah, I just, you know, could you make them like, a, like, I don't Can know, they be like nice Nazis? Can they be like nice? My parents came from Germany. From As that a point centrist. <laughs> As a centrist, I just don't think you should villainize people for their political beliefs. I feel like I need to wash my mouth out after saying that. I've been disinfecting my mouth with this bourbon. Ooh, good for you. Why don't you plug it? Oh, it's 1792 bourbon. That's all I know about it. Nice. Like yeah, it's from it 1792? Tastes... No, it's that's the brand name. Oh. I think that's how they fuck you. Anyway, um, upon inspection, so how I, I would describe that. Imagine Is it a bourbon? Took... I would say, yeah. I it's would say bourbon. it's one of the bourbons ever made. Now, I'm not much of a whiskey or bourbon kind of guy, but to describe this taste, imagine if you were to take water from a, from a campground and then take a burnt stick and just swish that burnt stick a little bit in there and then add like three shots of isopropyl alcohol. I feel like I know exactly the taste you're describing. I, I, I just want to commend you for painting such a vivid picture. Like, and Why it's do you not keep like, drinking it? It sounds what? bad. I, I spent 50 fucking dollars on this, Alex. <laughs> it, would, it would make better decoration than actual like, like uh, as, as an actual drink. Oh, fucking hell, this is terrible. Like, I know there are people who are like, dude, this is, I'm sure this is high quality whiskey or brand or bourbon. I'm sure it is. To me, it tastes like burnt wood water. Yeah. I just can't get behind stuff like that. Cause like, I don't, I don't like any form of drink where you have to like drink it like one sip at a time or else it yeah. will like make your insides implode. Pretty much. Like, if I'm going to drink something, I'm going to go hard. Well, you know, I was telling my mom, because I wanted my mom to buy it, just to be like, hey, mom, you should buy this this (laughs) thing. Because she's the one who pointed it out. That's the thing. She's like, oh, look at this. I'm like, yeah, you should buy it. And that's how it started. She's like, will you buy it? I was like, fine, I will buy it. So I bought it. Um, That's how easy it is to to persuade me to buy things. You know what? I, I cannot blame you too much for that, because I also made a pretty stupid purchase decision uh, last night. Um. I so you remember those Shirley Temple commercials? Go on. Where they hold on. Let me that, let me just. They're like hour long. You could own this Shirley Temple DVD we set. Want Shirley. We want Shirley. From baby take a bow. Yeah, I know this. It's one of my sound. Heidi, America's favorite little darling. The the Shirley Temple little darling DVD did box you, set. Did you buy that, Alex? It was only forty dollars. <laughs> why 
it's 18 DVDs, beautifully restored in black and white and in color. Alex, you could just go online. The idea is that I'm going to review each of the movies and then put them into one long video, and I'm going to hopefully be able to upload it by April 1st of next year. This is, I got nothing. I got nothing. I've sunk $40, and I will continue to sink hours of my life into what is essentially an April Fool's joke. Yes. Uh, sure. Who am I to judge? My prediction so far is at least one of the movies will, will feature uh, blackface. And then, oh, for sure. One of and the like others. her being like, don't you know your place? <laughs> um, yeah, Shirley Temple will like be the hero because she doesn't think that like black people are literally property. She's yeah. going to like befriend a black man and she's going to be like, I don't think you're a monster. And then and it's going to be framed as like, oh, she's so or something. Hmm? And then he's going to like try to rip off her face and they're going to be like, see, despite her kindness. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if they'll like work in reefer madness. I should make like a bingo card of old timey, just like awful things. You was high on a reefer. <laughs> so anyway, anyway, imagine bringing the shit that we have now back then, like back to that time, being like, "Yeah, man, yeah, have this edible." Jeez, <laughs> eat this fucking edible now. Yeah. It's just a gummy. Yeah, you still hungry? Have some more. And just watch them disintegrate into a different dimension. Just give them a McDonald's Sprite. What do you mean? Just, well, you, you haven't heard that, like, that joke. Like, just give an old-timey person McDonald's Sprite and watch them freak out. What? Wow, you need to be cultured. I'll send you some of it later. Anyway, so what movie are we going to watch next week? Shark Boy and Lava Girl. I already did that one with Jake. Fuck it, let's do it again. No, no, no. I have to think. Want to watch Avatar? Uh, Blue People or Elements? Blue People. Hmm. I don't know how much I'll have to say about it, because it's probably a good movie. Yeah, I mean, it's a good movie, but we can definitely make like, fun of it. All right, yeah, fuck it. Let's, let's... I'm a blue cat with titties. Let's fuck. Yeah, let's watch Avatar. I, I started I like it how... with Haley like a long time ago, and we just never got around to finishing it. Mm. Yeah, okay. Avatar. Right. Avatar. All right. Uh, so let's get into recommendations of the week. If you have anything at it, uh, I actually have a movie recommendation sort of. So, uh, Disney plus recently aired the Obi-Wan Kenobi show and it's, it's all right. Um, it's basically like a six hour movie split into episodes. Um, but this guy, uh, this guy, Kai Patterson re-edited the entire show into a two and a half hour movie. And he's like made videos explaining like how he like changed it around and everything. But he basically yeah. like re-edited the entire thing into like the format of a movie. Yeah. And uh you can download it from his website. Um, I don't know if you'll be able to by the time this goes up. It might be down, it might go back up. He had to take it down for a few days. I was able to download it. Um, but if you use Plex, it actually already has like metadata and stuff on Plex. Oh, so, I'm plexing right now. Yeah. So yeah, if you just download the 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 file, um, you can match it on Plex, and it'll show up as the Patterson cut. I haven't watched it yet, but it seems promising, and it's a really cool thing, and I would love to see more stuff like that. And then I have a couple videos, one from some more news, one from uh, Knowing Better, 
Uh, oh, did Knowing Better release a new video? Uh, the one about cigarettes. Oh, I saw that already. Yeah. That was really good. Yeah, it was a really good video. It talked about uh, like the history of cigarettes and uh, mm-hmm. like general like tobacco usage. But I like how it also dove into the idea of um, of like even if it has to do with like personal choice, right? Like it will have ram- bad ramifications that we can prove will happen to you. Yeah. Right. And like it goes into that whole like rabbit hole of like, no, if you lie to consumers about a product and it harms them, they deserve to be paid back by you. Exactly. Yeah. You need to write this wrong. It's not on the population's uh, plate to uh, to control themselves once they've been addicted to a chemical that you have said is not addictive. Yeah. Yeah. Also, like they're not scientists. They're not going to like research, like do research on nicotine. Like they don't, oh, they, they only did. know what you tell them. Well, yeah, but like the nicotine, like big tobacco did like scientific studies and they're like, oh yeah, this is, this is definitely habit forming. Yeah. Yeah. What I'm saying is like the average consumer shouldn't be responsible for like, you know, researching what they put into their bodies. Yeah. Like it should, it should, it should be assured that they're, that they know what they're putting in their body, like yeah. by the people that make the shit they shouldn't be allowed to like lie and say like it's habit forming but like it's not addictive and it's good for you actually um (laughs) the part that i thought was most interesting was learning about how like tv shows used to be financed yeah yeah by cigarette companies yeah like the show i love lucy wasn't like a cbs show that was sponsored by the cigarette company it was a show produced by the cigarette company that happened to air on cbs Mm mm-hmm just because of happened like, to. yeah, yeah, and like they had to fundamentally change how media is financed, yeah, because of all yeah. of these advertising issues. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was really interesting. Yeah, uh, some more news did a video talking about sheriffs. Why? Why do we have them? Yeah, why do we have them? We don't need them. They're like a mm-hmm. relic of like the old west, basically. You know, I would trust a chief of police more just because they're at least to some extent rooted in protocol i would trust a gang leader more than i would trust a chief of police or a sheriff but given that again i would trust willy wonka over either of them given that though that is not an option alex (laughs) i would personally trust a like a chief of police more than i would a sheriff i would trust indiana jones to make me come more than i would trust a sheriff or a chief of police oh yeah yeah no i'd agree with that um but yeah i i it's it's kind of um embarrassing but i did not know fully what a sheriff was until that video i was like it's like like a thing with the police they call themselves that when they want to feel fancy no it's an elected position well i knew like they were elected like i didn't know it was like separate from the police force though yep it's supposed to be like the it's so it's supposed to be scary shit citizens yeah well it's supposed to be like the citizens arm of of policing right yeah in theory it's great but it it ends so, up like having its if own you're looking host at of it issues. like if you're looking at it in like big old honky tonk ba- way back when i was a boy days kind of thing like yeah if there's always going to be like bandits or maybe even people with power trying to take more power um it makes sense to have a police force for a citizenry yeah just to be like if hey, you're in like is- a town of like 10 people it makes sense yeah but now um I don't know. Now it's just different. So fuck you. Yeah. Now think- it's now it's like you can just become sheriff 
and no one pays attention. So you can just like accept bribes, do all kinds of corruption. Yeah. And yeah. mostly run unopposed. Because no much. one cares. Um Yeah. It, it's kind of messed up now just because you have sheriffs that are like overstepping their boundaries. Mm-hmm. And because they're an elected official, you can't fire them. And so it's just really hard to 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 somehow do something about corrupt sheriffs. Yeah, it's kind of frightening how little recourse you have when an elected official commits a crime. No, yeah, you can't really do much. Like if the president like shot someone live on TV, we wouldn't be able to just prosecute them. We would have to like impeach them first and then well, like, uh, like and then even, prosecute them. Not even like oopsie shoot them, like say oh, yeah, I'm like, going to shoot this man in cold blood. Like Here's you get what evidence. you fucking deserve. Yeah. Like they Fuck could go full daughter. joker. <laughs> they could go full joker and then like it would be an uphill battle just to impeach them because yeah. like you know if it was a republican the republican party would be like yeah no we're not going to let shit happen. We're going to yeah. block all of your attempts to to impeach this man for yeah. saying you get what you fucking deserve in shooting someone on television. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You'd think that elected officials would be more accountable to the people. But outside of elections and like being able to just kind of vote them out, you don't really have much control well, over them. It's funny because, I mean, a good politician will actually do their job, right? And like try to be with the community right. and understand what their, what their constituents want. But my dad puts it this way. He goes, um, um, your job you is- You only run- original. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> um, he would say something along the lines of, um, you know, they run, they- their job is to win an election. That's their only job. Yeah. Run an election, win an election, get the job. Yeah, and it's really upsetting because it's like like that is the best system, having like a democracy and being able to vote people into power. Well, it becomes an issue when the people who are choo- the pe- when the people who are choosing the people who are going to be making these decisions, right? When they don't understand the ramifications or the the actual like, like if it's based in science, you need to have a science background to understand how to deal with deal with shit. But if your constituents are all scientifically illiterate, what good is that? Yeah, it's like disappointing when people are like basically tricked into like voting for people that are going against their best interest. And it's also yeah. disappointing when like you you like even if you are an informed voter, a lot of times. Uh, an election will just be between two terrible options and you just have to pick the least terrible one. Like you don't have shit to vote for. Yeah. A lot of times Um, it's just voting against whatever's worse. And like, this is the best option. Democracy is the best option, but we're still managing to fuck it up. Yeah. Well, it's just the, the issue is when you have people who are the head of like the EPA who are like climate change deniers. Yeah. Right. Like why is that a position that can just be, like plopped like that, well it's not so much direct- that the epa like the people in the epa aren't like they don't buy climate change because a lot of them like are people with like science backgrounds or whatever the yeah. problem is like uh i think it was the the supreme court just decided the epa can't go after carbon emissions if it's not explicitly approved by congress it's ridiculous yeah these so now these like- people that don't have any background in science or medicine are governing what can be done in science and medicine. Yeah. Also, I think 
they're taking the Constitution a little bit too literally, especially because like it that exact point, like the sign the the people who wrote the Constitution, the founding fathers didn't know anything about greenhouse gases. Yeah, well, right? if the Constitution like they, says have... something that they already agree with, they'll take it literally. But if yeah, the Constitution but like, says something that go against what they believe, then it's like, oh, well, we got to interpret it differently. Well, yeah, but like, I think if you were to take Thomas Jefferson aside, say, hey, listen, here's science. Oh, d- well, ben first Frank, of all, he would it. be like, what's carbon? What's carbon? Oh, yeah. They're, oh, why is this black guy talking to me? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he would be like, let me go back to fucking my slaves. Can I have some of my hemp? I like to smoke it. Yeah, he would He would say, I am a serial rapist, and I also love drugs and think they should be legal. Take that how you will, modern people. And then I think Ben Franklin would be like, yeah, tell me about this element thing. I Whatever you agree ben with. Ben Franklin I, cool. would be like, why is this German guy talking to me? He's too swarthy. What? Because Ben, because I, I mentioned this earlier, but like Ben Franklin was like, he was like super he had like a super narrow definition of what white people were oh so the same reaction that thomas jefferson would have if like a black man talked to him is the same reaction that ben franklin would have if like a nordic man talked to him Mm -hmm. so yeah that's 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 what the joke was i think you just sat them down or just like hey this is what's happening they'd be like oh yeah then do something to tax them or do something to do something to do something yeah yeah they they laid out this living document they were like hey this shit's gonna change frankly and i think the constitution should reflect that like that's what they that's what they did well like and and now it's uh, like well we can't do something that i don't think a man from the 1770s would think is good yeah well i really like what joe rogan had to say about it not that i support joe rogan i just like this bit he's talking about like if you brought uh fucking thomas jefferson to today and be like, Mr. Jefferson, this is the Constitution. We haven't changed it a bit. And you go, you haven't fucking changed it? Yeah. In 200 years? What are you doing? Yeah, our last amendment was like 100 years ago. Like, why? I was expecting there to be like 75 amendments. Yeah. What did you do about that central bank thing? Oh, we still have it. And actually, we have more banks than we know what to do with. Because if one of them fails, all of them fail. Yeah. That's it. So anyway, some more news has a really great video about sheriffs, and I think you should watch it because it's really informative, and uh, I I just like the stuff that they make, and it's it's good, and I like it. So Gavin, you have a recommendation that you uh, wrote down while I was talking. You want to um, read it out to the? Want to share it with the class? Want to share I, what I, you wrote? I'm down? sorry, my internet just went out, and I can't. oh okay okay. Could you read it? Could you read it? Um, I think you should read it. Because you wrote it, and it would be it. plagiarism if I said it. Well, I, I give you right. You know, I give you the right. I um, I uh, refuse the rights, because I don't take charity. Um, I wrote down, um, help me, I'm being held at gunpoint to say big tittied Latinas. You get what you fucking deserve. I'm going to blow up the city. I'm going to blow up the city. <laughs> That's what he's saying. <laughs> I'm going to blow up this today. <laughs> anyway, I think that's the show. All right. Thank you, everyone, for listening to another episode of Bold of You to Say. If you liked thank it, then you. Thank like you, thank it. You. If not, Why keep not? it to yourself. I don't, I don't fucking care. Yeah, you get what you fucking deserve. I'm going to blow up the city. Uh, leave us a review on Podchaser. That's like an IMDb type site for podcasts. Leave us a review on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen. If you can, if you want. It helps with the algorithm. 
or something uh follow me on social media don't follow gavin anywhere don't follow me don't do it i follow you already you yeah. should just not look behind you yeah if you turn around he's just gonna be on the other side there he's yeah yeah he's always gonna be behind you just out of sight fuck it i'm a cognito hazard yeah uh subscribe so you don't miss the next episode turn on notifications turn on automatic downloads uh good have a good 9 a.m through 9 p.m our official business hours and let's get out of here let's get, get out let's, let's let's jump out of it let's leap out of this yeah. situation yeah